Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. So I'm back with Grant today. Now, yesterday our episode was a little bit more pessimistic, but today we're going to be talking about something, and I don't know Grant's opinions on it yet, but mine are going to be a little bit more optimistic than you know our conversation was yesterday. But we're going to be talking about the 49ers' updated playoff chances. Now, they're 2-3 and three right now. They're going into, I think, two very, very important games. Uh, first one being a Sunday night football game against the Colts, and then the second being against another team that's competing for the playoffs in the Chicago Bears, and that one is in Chicago. So, Grant, how do you feel about this team right now in terms of where they're at in the, in the playoff mix, and you know, do you think they can turn it around? Because they've lost three in a row. It's a talented team. Good defense. Lots of talent on offense. Overall, it looks pretty mediocre. They look like the kind of team that can compete with anyone. I mean, they just outgained the Cardinals. That's something to be proud of. But they also look like a kind of team that will let any team hang around. Like any game that the Niners are in will come down to the end, it almost seems like. Whether they're the Lions or the Freak, whether the worst team in the league or the best team in the league. So uh, I'm trying to look at the landscape in the NFC. Dallas is going to win the East, most likely. Green Bay is going to win the North, most likely. Tampa is going to win the South, most likely. Okay, so there's – and Arizona is going to win the West, most likely. Maybe the Rams. But that's pretty much where we're at. So three wildcard teams. Are the Niners one of them? Well, the Rams are if they don't win the, the West. That's one. Why can't the Niners be one of the next two? I mean, who's definitely better than the Niners out there in the NFC? Like the Saints – the Saints might be better than the Niners, but not by a lot. Uh, the Seahawks? I mean, when Russell Wilson plays, maybe. I mean, the Niners are right there. They just outgained him by 200-something yards and might have beat him if Trenton Cannon hadn't been Trenton Cannon. Uh, so there's those three teams, basically Rams, Niners, Seahawks, Saints. Am I missing anyone? Can they be one of those four teams? I think, yeah. I think there's a couple other teams. So the teams that I put in there – I think the Vikings are in the mix. The Vikings, think, good call. Yeah, good and call. I think the Panthers are now. Oh, the okay. Problem, okay. The Panthers are missing McCaffrey though, so like, yeah, it's really. I think the Niners play. are better than Carolina. Are they better yeah. than Minnesota? I don't know. And they play Minnesota in a few weeks, so good call. Yeah. So there's five teams fighting for three spots. Not the worst odds. No, not the worst odds, especially in a game of attrition where people get hurt. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Russell Wilson's out right now. They're going to have to weather that. They're not going to win many games without him. So maybe that's four teams. Instead of five. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's definitely like a good chance. I, so I was thinking about earlier, I would put it at about 40%. Hmm. And that's because there's five teams fighting for three spots. Like that's, it's always going to make it tough when there's a numbers game. We've seen how many final weeks of the year where it's like, oh, this team can make the playoffs if this happens and this team has to do this, this and that. It's always like, you know, some ridiculous like ways that the, the season can play out. But I think the Niners season is going to come to the very end. If not the last week of the year, it might come to the one of the last couple because these teams are really close in the standings. Um, but yeah, it's I think I think the Saints are really good. I think the Saints are probably the best outside of the Rams in in aspects of those. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the Bears? Do you think the Bears have a chance? Because that would be a pivotal game in two weeks then. I, I haven't taken the Bears seriously since I wrote off Matt Nagy at what feels like four years ago. I don't know. Matt Nagy, not impressed, but they do have Khalil Mack. Uh, Justin Fields is hell of an athlete. I like Justin Fields a lot. Um, none of these games, you can't just pencil in W's for the 49ers. It's really interesting. Uh, and again, if they lose to the Indianapolis this week, you start to not look at them as one of a, as a playoff contender. So I think 
Look, if the Niners beat Indianapolis, I don't really think differently of the Niners. If they lose, oh, I do. If they beat the Bears, I don't really see the Niners differently. If they lose, I do. So I think these are two must-win games. Um, and then even if they win the games, like their five-game stretch after that is no joke. Uh, you got um, Atlanta, uh, Arizona at home. The Rams at home, I want to say. Uh, Cross-country to Jacksonville. It's a long flight. You should win. Come back, Minnesota at home. And then Seattle and Seattle, maybe Russell Wilson's back. That'll make or break your season right there. That and, That's right. And yeah. that Seattle game could be Russell Wilson's first game back. Yeah, and you always in, struggle. In Seattle. <laughs> yeah, you always struggle in Seattle. So, I don't yeah, know. I mean, you're going to have to beat Minnesota, Seattle. You're going to have to beat some teams that are as good as you or better. So, let's see you do it. Yeah, and I think I think you're right about these next two games. Um the Colts, it's huge. I don't think it's – I think the Colts are a lot better than their record. Like, I think they're a pretty good team. They were super depleted by injuries early on in the year. Um, the Bears, where the Niners are at heading into this year with the expectations, you're what you would expect is them to go and, and kill the Bears. Uh, right. You brought up Matt Nagy. Now, Matt Nagy recently gave up play calling. Ooh. That's a huge plus for the Bears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. – that's an interesting one, but after that, Cardinals Rams, like that's the thing. If you go one and one or you or you go oh and two, like that's terrible. But if you don't go two and oh these next two games, right. you're going into a two-game stretch where you could be like really far down in the standings. And you can I mean teams can always make up ground, but it just gets so difficult. And right, like, you're, we're looking at a stretch where they should be four and three after two weeks, but then they should be back at what five and Four and five. Math is so hard. You should be at four and five after that. And then go to Jacksonville. You should beat them. Five. See where this is going? You can be five and five at a certain point this year. So, uh, this could come down to the very end, as you said, but they're all like, they're kind of walking the tightrope right now. They can't give away any more games. Yeah. And, yeah. and ultimately, it, this is my opinion, but I think it's really going to depend on can the offense turn it around? The defenses look great. Yeah. I, I don't know what your thoughts are on D'Amico. I was like a little concerned with some of the stuff he's doing. Great. He has a lot of faith in his players. And sometimes I'll be like, dude, you, you can't go press man with, right. with, with Dante Johnson on Devonte Adams, yeah. but yeah. you see him do that consistently. And you see like the guys on the defense have played really well, especially lately. So I have a lot of faith on the defense, but right the side of the offensive line pick on the defense, isn't even the defense's fault. In my opinion, it's not getting turnovers. If the offense could actually put a lead together when the defense is shutting teams out, you get opponents that are, that start panicking and giving up in the running game and, uh, you know, taking risks. That's when you get those turnovers and the offense isn't putting opponents in that position. Well, they've every game they've come out super besides the, besides the game, first one, besides the first one. Yeah. And, and you're four games in a row. Right. Cause yeah. this team is, I mean, we've seen how the Niners have wanted to build their team is okay. It's from the defensive line and out. And that's fine, but you have to have leads so that pass rush can go and, and flourish. Good call. Good there's call. too many. There's too many games where where Nick Bosa we don't see him flashing a bunch, and it's not that he's not playing well. It's that the whole the whole game script is don't let Nick Bosa beat us, right? And then they're able to do that, and it's because, not, and like it's, because they're still in the game. If they're down fourteen points, well, it's like well, there's only so much we can do here. We got to kind of drop back and throw and live with the results. Yeah, and you have to go, all right, we have to let Nick Bosa go one-on-one. And that's that's exactly what the other teams don't want to do. Right. Um, offensively, I I do think they should go with Lance. I think it gives them a better chance. And I know that he is 
also he was it's really weird to say but he's the rawest quarterback to ever start a game isn't it and it's it's amazing that he's this effective being so unpolished but it also i think it really doesn't speak well to the 49ers like if i were his quarterback coach i'd be like man none of the things i'm working on with him show like really there's no evidence that i've spent a single freaking day with him and it's not that trey lance isn't a hard worker it's just you canceled minicamp you gave him two percent of the starting reps in, in preseason like in, in, excuse me in training camp what were you expecting what were you expecting and we still see all the tools. Oh, like the we tools still are there. The but they were there before he came to the 49ers. Where is the oh, yeah. 49ers coaching staff's impact imprint on him? Can't see it. And that's a bad look for them more than it is for him because he's going out there and finding ways to compete. I mean, he, in a lot of ways, he was he went throw for throw with, with Kyler in that game. I mean, Kyler pulled away at the end because Kyler's better, but Kyler's the MVP. Kyler's three years past him. This is, it was really impressive what that kid did in his first start. Yeah, I thought so too. So I think they should go with him. I think the offense, I, like it's so stagnant when Jimmy Garoppolo's in. And I, I don't like to go and like rip guys, but the reason why they're not like, this is my opinion. And there's also like, you know, Kyle hasn't been as good. We talked about that yesterday. Like this year, it doesn't seem like he's been as good. But when you're a defense and you just look at what the safeties are doing, all they do is hang around the middle of the field and just wait for Jimmy to throw in those little areas. Because yeah. there was a chart. And it was 10 yards down the field, and then it was 20 yards down, down the field within the tackle box. Right. Jimmy had completed four passes outside of that zone. Like You're not testing the defense at all. Yeah. And so that's why they can't run the football. Like, right. that's a huge part of it. Now, right. it doesn't help that Mike McGlinchey and Daniel Brunskill are getting absolutely torched on the right side every time. Right. Um, because, like, their, their rushing numbers on the right compared to the left are, are vastly different. Um, and also, if you it's notice, true. like – Every time Trey Lance's or last week was stepping back, uh, the right side would fall apart. And yeah, he'd he'd like stepping up and out, yeah. Yep. Yep. And he would always go up and then out to the right because right. he'd have to get yep. away from J.J. Watt or yep. or Zach Allen or whoever it was on the right side against McGlinchey. It was right. brutal. Next, I know who it'll be this week. Oh, no. <laughs> this is this is going to be a haunting week if they lose. It's going to be brutal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that's, is that the recipe for you too? Like this offense needs to get going. And I don't know. I think it's like, I don't know how confident I am in the offense getting going. Even if they don't get like ever like to the level that I think that they could play at, I still think they can make the playoffs. But if they do, then they a hundred percent, I think they will hundred percent make the playoffs because it, it's looked bad. I think they're having a tough time. I don't know if they can fix their problem because everything is symptomatic of not picking a quarterback. Their offense doesn't execute well because they don't have an offense. They have two offenses that they can't pick. They have two quarterbacks who play totally different styles. When Trey Lance is the quarterback, they run quarterback counter and quarterback power and spread shotgun. And when Jimmy's in the offense, they, they, they're under center and they just, there's no carryover. And so they keep wanting to go back to Jimmy, but Jimmy gets hurt every three or four games. So they're in they're like inevitably stuck in this quarterback limbo where they're caught between two offenses and it's going to be, most likely wasted season. I'm very negative here, but I don't see how this offense turns it around until they pick something. And they've picked Jimmy, but Jimmy doesn't play for more than three or four games in a row. He's he's gotten hurt three times in the last nine games. So picking Jimmy is picking neither. It's picking limbo this year. Sorry. So if the only way they could fix it is to go with Trey and to let him play your offense, and and it would either work or it wouldn't. I think. 
So then think you brought that up three. You said three times in nine games. Yeah. So if you take yes. out, the- he played six games last year. He's played four games this year. Okay, so three times in in ten games. Sorry, three times in ten okay. games. Yeah. So then, if you take out the 2019 season, there's an additional two injuries in. Yes. Because he only it played in, a game and a half yeah. for the Patriots. Right. So I mean, he he just doesn't. He's gotten through one season without getting hurt. One, and it was amazing. And he's never going to do it again, most likely. So, so. This is why you brought in Trey Lance. You said it in the in the in the press conference. He can't Jimmy has he can't stay healthy. Okay, well, this is the problem with that. And just having a quarterback who has nothing in common with Jimmy Garoppolo and runs a totally different style of offense doesn't help you. Like they'd be better off with Nick Mullen. I mean, honestly, what the hell was that? Like their offense right now is Trey Scrambles. Yeah. Okay. Great. Sweet. And he still picks him up. He still He's picks good. up. I mean, nothing against Trey, but dude. It's, what? No, it's, yeah. it's frustrating. And Ooh. also, like, look at other teams, too. Like, look at what the what the Ravens do with their backup quarterbacks. They're always runners. Like, they yeah, don't, Why would you not want a backup who's, like, your starter? Why would you want two different offenses? It doesn't make sense. You don't have enough time. And, enough and time. to me, that was – so that was, like, the team I thought that they should kind of base it off of. Not in terms of, like, a, like right. quarterback talent or anything. They're, they're, Trey and, and Lamar are super different players. But what the Ravens did is they had a team that they felt was a playoff-caliber team. Flacco went so far, and I think he got hurt. If he didn't, he got benched. Lamar took over and wrote out the rest of the season, played in a playoff game, didn't look very good. Uh, they lost, comes back the next year, wins the MVP. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the script. Like That's the script right. to do it. So yeah. I think they should still do that. I think it gives them a better playoff chances, and I think it gives Trey Lance a better chance to be a – to develop more this year and, like – be a guy that you can like actually contend with next. Like, well, let's early that's the plan. Year. When do you think they make that switch? Just the next time Jimmy gets hurt? Well, I th- I thought they should have done it now. Now, of course, the trade knee sprain, you know, makes it a little different. Yeah. If he is not healthy this, and I know they're going to start Jimmy this week, but if he is not healthy this week and then he comes back and Jimmy doesn't look good on Sunday night and say they lose, then, or, then, then do it. Yeah. Do it then. And, and, and there's no point in not doing it, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. All right. Well, anyone listening, let us know what you think their playoff chances are. And also like, what's the recipe for them to make it? You know, is it the offense figuring out, is it Trey Lance? Or do you think they should keep rocking with Jimmy and, and explain your point too? Cause I'll, I'm definitely down to hear every, everyone's opinion on this, but let me know what you guys think. You know, are these playoff odds, are, are we right? Are we being too pessimistic? Are we maybe too optimistic? I don't know. Let us know, but that is going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening and we will talk to you tomorrow.